Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. What's up, guys? Before we even start this episode, let me get into a little disclaimer. This is not going to be a Vlad TV incriminating ass fucking episode, okay? This is my actual friend. This is a connect I used to have a long fucking time ago, pre-prison. Before he went to jail, this is my connect. I've never once talked about him on any story time, never brought him up on anything because he was in fucking jail. He's an actual person. He's got kids. He's a legit guy now. So my friend's a fucking realtor now. He doesn't sell drugs anymore. So we're going to put a mask on him. We're covering his tattoos because we don't want somebody to spot him, know exactly who he is. He's done a lot of... Put it this way. We can't talk about everything, guys, because shit's real. We can't be getting people in trouble, sent back to jail. Some of the people he knows are still in jail over the things that we might fuck up and talk about. So, guys, before you get your hopes up thinking this is going to be like, yeah, I shot this guy 40 times. You know, I sold a million pounds. Like, it's not going to be like that. The things that me and him have talked about would be a five-hour podcast. And I know I'm, like, teasing you with it, but it's real life. We can't just talk about this shit. He's got kids. He's got a life. We have to function after this. We don't want the government looking at me to look at him. Do you know what I'm saying? So, guys, this is a real deal interview. This is like if Greg Giraldo went and interviewed a drug dealer, this is what this is going to be like. All right, guys, let's get into this episode. But before we do, later on this month, because we get 50 million comments about it every fucking day. Yes, Goblin is coming. He's going to do an episode at the end of June. We're not sure, but he's flying in toward the end of June. And don't worry, guys, it's going to be a long one. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to my little disclaimer. And yes... I just thought this was kind of tight, so I put it on. I thought it'd be kind of funny. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to me rant. Let's start this episode. Have a dope-ass day. What's up, everybody? This is Dope as Yola. This is the Dope as Usual podcast. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode. We are here to talk about life, accomplishments, drugs, problems, and everything in between. Before we start, let me just introduce this, guys. This is a completely different type of episode. This is something that I, we, me and him talked about a long time ago. I'm like, one day we'll talk about it. Today's the fucking day. All right, guys, this is my friend Bob. This is Interview with a Drug Dealer. What's up, Bob? Hey, what's up, Thomas? How you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? I'm... Excited. Yeah, we're here. I'm excited, dude. We're here, finally, yeah. Finally. Um, real quick backstory for everyone out there before we even start. Bob, I've never talked about. Never talked about Bob, mainly because I didn't want to incriminate anything because he was going through some shit. Bob's not in prison anymore. Bob's out. He's completely legit. Let's talk. Yeah, I'm here. Let's do it. All right, man. Before we even start, um, I mean, not before we start. First question. Let me Let me just hop right into that like me I, I was just a broke kid so i started selling drugs what's the first sack you ever sold what's the first drug you ever sold was it weed uh it would be weed that's like first love you know yeah how old were you probably like 15 16 you know yeah. the age of exploring yeah high school you know caught on to uh smoking some weed and loved it from there <laughs> you know next thing you know it just spread there was a hobby friends were like oh shit 
let me smoke with you. And then next thing you know, ball started moving. <laughs> ball started rolling. So did you start smoking weed before? I mean, I knew you started smoking weed before you started dealing, but were you like that kid going out and buying sacks and smoking with your homies? And then you're like, let's just buy an ounce. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, it's like, hey, we're going to get a better deal. Let's yeah. just buy more. Nice, no, dude. No. Next thing you know, we're just buying more, buying more. Do you remember the first time you bought a pack? Um, yeah, I did. Actually, I did. It was funny because uh, I, I bought it from a friend. I didn't even know he was doing it, you know? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, friends were like, hey, come over to this guy's house and uh, he can help you out. And uh, You didn't even know those your homies on it? Like, oh, shit. I didn't <laughs> even know my homie was doing it. So uh, it was a trip, you know? No shit. So you selling out in school, like in high school, like in lunch or after school type of thing? You no, know, it was kind of like more of an after school, during school type of thing. You know, just just going with the flow, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. So what was your first sack you sold? Do you remember it? Uh, I don't. I just remember selling a bunch of sacks, you know. <laughs> it's just nothing really stands out. It's just so, so far, a long time ago, you know? Yeah, no, I understand. Um, so. What part of... The states did you grow up in? Or did you even grow up in California? I grew up in California. Yeah? Yeah. Was really, SoCal, North Cal? SoCal. Oh, so the whole Cal. time? The whole time. Good shit. Yeah. So growing up in Southern California, what was figure in the late 90s, right? Yeah. When you were in high school? Yeah, 80s, 90s. Good shit, dude. So you were there for the swag days into the yeah. Prop 215 fire days? Yeah. Nice, man. I don't think we've ever talked about this before. No, man, it's a crazy journey, dude, just to see how uh, everything evolved. Yeah. Progressed, you know. Of course, of course. From being so illegal and then controversial, and now it's just fully accepted. Dudes are walking down the street smoking blunts. That's different. Like, the weed smoking when I was a kid was like, oh, go hide. What are you doing? Yeah. It's cool, though. Yeah. I like the freedom of I think that's what made it kind of fun, too. Of hiding it? Hiding it, you know. To me, honestly, man, growing up, my mom would kill me, so I always hid that shit. I don't care how, I mean, when I want to turn 18, obviously, but so you bought your first sacks from a friend that you didn't know you were buying a pack yeah. from, right? Yeah. All right. So when did you move up? Were you in high school buying packs? Uh, yeah. Yeah? In the end, I was just buying packs. Good shit. I know. So were you around, do you remember the, the strange blue dot, lamb's bread and all that shit? I remember lamb's bread, you know, um, was it? Pure Kush. Pure Kush was expensive. G13, like early strands, you know? Yeah. GDP. <laughs> the fucking GDP in California is like oh. like selling oranges. Like it's every fucking where. Purple Urkel. Yeah. All the old school strands. Yeah. Um. So you grew up in SoCal. Did you, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but this is for the podcast. So yeah. Um, were you, I mean, it was the late nineties, early nineties. Were you into the gangs at all? Um, it's kind of weird to explain. I'm not, I wasn't like gang banging, but those are my friends. Yeah. You know? So you're affiliated by association kind yeah, of thing. You know, but I mean, back then there was no internet. So it's kind of like whoever's local and around those, those were your friends, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to be able to reach out to somebody across the across the city or across the town and be friends with them. It wasn't like that, you know? No, for sure. I think I think everybody starts like that. Yeah. So now it's like internet. It's like you can be friends with anybody. Shit. No, that's true. Everybody's got something in common. Yeah. So when you're talking about your friends are in gangs, did you have to be around that shit? Or, no. I mean, I mean, because 
no offense to gangbangers, but you guys do some stupid shit sometimes. All right. So did you have to get involved with this stuff because you're their friend selling the weed? You know, maybe here and there sometimes, you know, but I would never get involved. It was just kind of to me, it was just kind of uh, too dumb. You know, I'm not saying that they're dumb. It's just uh, it was just nobody had anything better to do, I guess, you know, or nothing to lose, I guess, mm-hmm. in that sense. You know, when you don't got nothing to lose, you just don't care. You just fuck it. Yeah, for real. Fuck <laughs> you it. Know what I'm it's so, every ghetto in America, though, man. Yeah, like, I, that's how it is. Yeah. Too many kids growing up back then. It's just like, you know, first generation immigrant. You got nothing to lose. Did you um? did your. uh? Oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Did you grow up with money? No. No, not I at mean, all? I'm a first-generation immigrant, so. That's true, that's true. Came over here. Parents don't even speak English, you know? So you're coming over here, you just meet up with people. Well, how old were you when you came over? Uh, I think it probably was like uh, three years old. Four years oh, old. so you're from, from America, basically. You, that's yeah. just what you know. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So you're growing up. That's one thing I notice. Uh, a lot of kids running around doing shit, their parents are either working all day or don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's, that's the give and take. That's how there's so many bad kids start. But obviously, you're not a bad kid. Just selling drugs doesn't mean you're bad. I Let's get past that, all right? Drug <laughs> dealers aren't all bad, man, just because they sell fucking drugs and make money. So you grew up in SoCal, started selling weed in high school, moved up. Uh, there's a little thing I want to talk about, only if you are comfortable with it. So personally, this is a long time ago, so all you little bastards, don't be trying to fucking do the timeline. This is way long ago. We're not going to jail for this. So I personally... When I was selling sacks and selling pounds in Merced, like I thought, well, for a small town, like we're moving a lot of 10 packs every two days, three days is good job. Good, good shit. Like you're doing all right. You got, you have an apartment at least by yourself. Um, I've personally seen when I met you is when I realized that 10 packs are pocket change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like I've, personally seen in my head you do things in front of me and go you just made a what i've never seen that much hundreds of thousands of dollars in my life that at once is that a bad day i've i've literally seen 250k in five minutes is that a bad day back then i mean i don't think so i think every day like that is a good day i know but i'm saying you know, i've seen you do it in five it's minutes it's kind of like too common it's just it's just how it goes i guess uh you know yeah so is that a good day Moderate day. All right, cool, cool. Day, you know? Yeah, yeah, because, like, there's a reason why I never talked about you online is because the people I talk about, my old drug dealers back when I was real, real young, I thought 10 packs was the world. Yeah. And then I come and you go, I 10 pack? Yeah, take it. No, no, give it back when you want. Like, what the fuck? You were the first person when I was a young-ass kid to, no, go ahead. It doesn't work. Then bring it back. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Never had that exchange rate come back before. So... <laughs> Um, the reason I bring it up is because meeting you was a whole different fucking world. Truly. Whole different world, man. It's um I like seeing people that look normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I talked about that man at your house once, like that guy brought the hundred pounds to your house. You would never believe in the world in front of you in a coffee line, that man's fucking trapping that hard. Oh yeah, man. Whew, I've seen so many undercover looking as dudes that you would never expect. There's a lot of them out there. A lot. You would never dude. expect. Ever. You never expect. Ever in life, dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to, sorry guys, I'm trying to be vague without, while trying to talk still, okay? So, like we said, we've gotten out of the way. 
you're fine now. You're doing your own thing. The reason we have a mask on because he has a life and shit and a regular job. We don't want to bring that upon you because people yeah. watch this shit. And like, yo, you're that guy. Like, you used to sell what? What's in your, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just brings heat. It brings stupid shit. Hence the gloves and shit on just in case somebody notices some shit. So, so as of now, we're in the early lives of Bob going into, into high school. Did you go to college? I did. Did you really? I did. Did you finish? Yeah, I did. Oh, shit. Were you selling sacks still? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Dude, you know how many fucking uh, sororities and fucking dude, frats and shit? It's, it's, it's amazing. College was amazing. Yeah, even though you're selling packs, it's great to sell like a $2,000 half pound to somebody. Oh, <laughs> Especially yeah. frat kids, dude. Dude, it's funny. It, it is. It is. College was a trip. It was fun. Do you have anything from there you took away? Um, I mean, besides the education. I mean... No, I mean, every, every day has been a learning experience, you know? I think you learn through trial and error. A lot of times you mess up. It's probably kind of glad you're messed up early in life than later on, you know? That's true. As long as you don't make the same mistakes twice. That's right? true, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the average day you in high school selling? Uh, I mean, the average day of you as an adult after college. Obviously, when I met you, we, you're still selling pack, fucking pounds. Yeah. So... Once it got to the t- time where you're out of college, you still don't have kids yet. You're out of college. You're not a little kid anymore. Now you're selling packs. What's what do you do? What for people at home? What's the fucking drug dealer making money's average life? Like what's the average day when you're not selling packs? What do you guys do? Oh, man, I don't know, dude. I mean, you're always on standby. Yes, that's you why know? I hated it. That's I think that's the one downfall of um, the industry. You're full time hustling, so you're always on standby. Every deal is time sensitive. So if that phone rings and you don't want to do it, guess what? It's going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they might not come back. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, shit, I'm going to go have dinner. Well, shit, dinner's canceled, baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, shit, I'm going to go to the bar, have a drink with some homies. Guess what? Canceled. Got to go. So. I get it. You know, it has its ups and downs, I guess. Yeah. In a sense. That was the thing for, for me. It's like. I have to be home at all times. Yeah. I can't be gone. It's the yeah. it was the worst. Yeah. That was the for you is different. You're obviously like, well, there's a hundred thousand dollars gone. Like me, it was like I was selling a zip <laughs> when I was a kid. Like it didn't. It was a different a different weighing of options. But that's one thing people don't really think about or talk about in the drug dealing. Oh, you might go to jail. You might get robbed. You got no life, motherfucker. Ever. You have yeah. no life unless you make it a point to no. I have my certain set, dudes done i'm not selling in between waiting for calls he always calls tuesday not it's, it's wednesday i got a day off type of shit yeah i think i think everybody has their little program set up mm-hmm. just to make the whole program easier you know try to organize it so it's kind of like a business but in a business sense but they don't realize it until later on they're like shit man i applied all these business practices to my drug dealing thing and shit i'm actually doing business <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so uh things that you know you learn later on you know Mm-hmm. Did you um? Well, you you were buying packs obviously from somebody. You're not in high school with fields. When did you start deciding like I'm gonna stop buying packs from people and I'm gonna grow them? Oh, uh, I'll probably see like uh, after college. Yeah, yeah. After, Good right, shit. Right after college, you know, start experimenting. And it's gonna be greenhouse, right? Um, no, it, indoor. Started indoor. What? Yeah. After college, damn, you must have been the one of the first motherfuckers doing it like that. Then uh, I would say, I would say right? so. Yeah, because if it was that long ago, you're doing uh, 
hitting indoor, you were probably getting them gone for 45, I'm assuming. You know, uh, the first main serious grow I did, we were doing like Purple OG. I think it was probably back in 98, 99. Damn. 2000s, we were growing Purple OG. Those packs must have been high. 5,800 bucks oh, a pound. God. The purples were six. You know, it was 58. Went dropped down to 56, 52. Stayed at 48 forever. You know, no one had OGs back then. No. Uh, that was, no. If you had OGs or the uh, Kush, you yeah. were the fucking man. Oh, yeah. Everybody had Kush. But not where, I, where I'm from. Oh. Up north, it was just purples from the Bay. Oh, yeah. Uh, G, G, uh, XJs. Shit that I don't want to fucking sell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just no power. I mean, OGs took over the market forever, forever. Mm-hmm. You know, until recently, it kind of died down a little bit. But now it's everybody wants OGs again. Mm-hmm. So it's a trend, you know. Just like back then, everybody's wearing bell bottoms and jinkos, and now everybody's wearing skinny jeans. And I guess, so. and they're more expensive, <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. Um, well, I know you're not dabbling in it anymore, but you saw the pandemic price spike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just talking to certain few friends, like, how much did you sell it for him? Or, you know, those, we won't say the, the grower, but fools let him go for nine bands for the OG. Oh, man. Nine fucking racks for yeah. one pound. Made me happy and hurt me at the same time. Yeah. I would say that's like a boutique uh, niche market, you 100%. know? hundred percent. It's the people that are buying hash at $95 a gram all the way up for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's just those type of people, man. Yeah. Yeah. There truly are. And, um, There's a lot of them in California. I think a lot of them are from out of state. You think so? I think a lot of them are from out of state. And then they're like, oh, I can get it. It was 900, even though it was 600. And they're making 300 back home just yeah. off of nothing. Maybe. I think I think so, man. I, I mean, you know better than anybody. I, that's what I was thinking was happening to the pandemic. People started fucking freaking out. Even though there was no money, yeah. people that did have money were just fucking spending like crazy. They're selling drugs. I, mean, I, I think I think during the pandemic there was more money on the streets than anything. Shit, money was just moving around. I mean, I'm talking to a certain few people. I'm like, you did what this year? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah you did. Killed it. It's only fucking March. <laughs> it's like everybody hit career numbers. Yeah, for for real. No, no, it's it's true. Right. It's very true. Uh, the pandemic for the uh, for everyone out there that doesn't know that whole world, the drug market fucking skyrocketed. Like. Every drug you can think of got higher priced and nobody batted an eye at it. Everybody, yeah, like, yeah give it to me because I'm taxing the fuck out of this guy over here. Yeah. It just kept going. It's a, it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing if you're just drug dealing that long and it finally came back, like the 2008 price came back. Right. Remember that? Like you said, 58s, yeah. but you were doing a 99 at 58. <sighs> back in the days. Killing it. Killing back it. in the days. Nice, dude. So, um, you started growing your own shit and that's when you started realizing like, well, it's like going and buying resell or buying retail and reselling it when you can just go buy manufacturer costs and resell it for retail. Basically. Right. Yep. So how much you think you were growing and back there, how much was it costing per pound back then for you to grow? Um, I mean, it's 1999. I mean, I'll say it probably costs eight, 900 bucks a pound to grow. Selling for 58. <sighs> what a come up. Yeah. I pack five grand a pack, basically profit. The thing is, is that you know, growing weed is is it's not it's not a short term no uh, investment. You know, it's kind of a more of a long term thing. You're gonna work your ass off three months, four months straight, waiting just for that one paycheck. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's quite nice because that paycheck's a fat paycheck. So when you get that fat paycheck, you can do something. You can save the money, put it back in, put it back in. Do something with it, invest with it, versus getting a check every week and 
spending money every week, you know, on daily yeah. daily living, you know. Mm-hmm. And then this is like, oh, grower style is like, yo, you got to fucking eat a couple of noodles and <laughs> eat spam and eggs every day just to wait for that harvest to come, you know, for that big paycheck, you know. So it's a little different lifestyle. It's not always glorious no. how everybody thinks it is. Not know, at right? all. I mean, the drug dealing, but not the drug growing, motherfucker. Oh, That's a yeah, whole, dude, di- you're, you're a farmer. Shit, breaking backs, bro. You're back a fucking to, farmer. Back then, it's like, there's no auto feeding. There's nothing like that. Each one so yourself. It's like you're hand feeding. You got to lower <sighs> your back. It's fuck. It's grueling, bro. I know people think out there like, you have to bend over. No, I'm going to bend over 900 times. <laughs> 900 <laughs> times, squat, make sure everything's good. Be under there. Reach oh, back. Man. Clip. Yeah. Like it's it's farming inside. Yeah. It's not supposed to be done that way. That's why it's harder. You're mimicking the sun yeah. inside your room. Yeah, people don't people don't realize that like you said it's not a glamorous not as glamorous as everybody thinks yeah. it is. Not all the time at least. But thank God technology has made it this far. Yeah, uh did you ever see the timer? This, that, yeah. drip feed, auto. Yeah. Sick. You know, just fucking look at your grow from your phone now. Yep. It's the coolest thing, man. Especially with the legal <sighs> market now. They have like iPad POS systems. Yeah, this room's drop that temperature three degrees in that room. Like, fuck. Yeah, let me let me turn the AC a little lower for my app on my phone. That's cool. That's fucking cool, right? That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got into it a little bit. We're twenty yeah. minutes in. I just want to talk a little bit. I'm gonna spark this real fast. Yeah, I might as well join you. Do it up. All right, for everyone, I didn't say it for everyone at home or for everyone driving. Please be careful. Please be safe. Don't look at your phone. Just listen. All right. Last week, we had somebody fucking crash their car while listening to our oh. shit. He called me, and, and I mean, he uh, DM'd me. He's like, I just hit a pole. But the shit was funny. I'm like, all right. It's a give and take. Ooh. Oh, that's good. What are we smoking on? This is gelato mixed <laughs> with some weed I was smoking with you. That OG? Oh. From our Texas homie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the weed I was smoking with you. Same shit. I just mixed it. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's good flavor. That's yeah, good. It has a kick, too. Okay. So, the downfalls of drug dealing. Do you think it's too saturated? Or... <coughs> Never. Never too saturated? Never. I did not expect to hear that from you. <coughs> really? I don't think it's saturated. No? No, I mean, I, I feel like me. there's a lot of people that want to get in on it. I mean, everybody wants to get in on it, you know? Of course. But I think it's kind of like, kind of like depends on what you view as. Are you passionate about it? Do you like it? Because there's a lot of people that ask me for advice, and they're like, "Yeah, bro, I want to get in on the game. I want to start putting flipping and 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 selling." I'm like, "Bro, you don't even smoke weed." Oh, that's how are you gonna even sell weed? If you don't one. smoke weed, bro. Rule one. And you know the Scarface: don't get high on your own supply. That's for cocaine. For weed, if you don't smoke and you sell weed, I don't trust your ass. Huh? Automatically, right? don't trust you. Nope. I know people. I'm, I'm all about the money, but it's a eight grams a week, motherfucker. You can't you can't afford fucking forty dollars, <laughs> and you're selling drugs. You're a fucking yeah, liar. Yeah, but you know, I think people see through it, and they're just not going to support you. You know, mm-hmm. true. I think that's kind of like any industry. You know, you open a restaurant and you you don't like food. <laughs> Who's going to support you, bro? You <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Who's gonna come in there and be like, "Damn, dude, you're so passionate about your your uh, your industry. I'm gonna support you." It ain't yeah. gonna happen with that. True. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So you think it's not too sad? I just the way I always do it is. Well, <coughs> on the level you were at, you weren't selling fucking five packs of people. So 
you always had your set people. When it, when it comes to that, it's more like you're not trying to meet new people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You have a set group and that's all you need. Yeah. Just grow from within, you know? Mm-hmm. That way it's like no one's stepping on no one's toes. Makes everything easier. Yeah. Um, because for, for me back in Merced when I was selling weed, everyone and their mom wanted to sell weed. And when you're from a poor town, it's, mm-hmm. I got the fire for 90 a half. And they're like, well, I can go get it for 40 a half. I'm like, all right. You know, yeah. there was a time in my life where I was looking at like five pounds in my cabinet. Couldn't get rid of it. That's how bad the market was up there. Yeah. Like people are down for trash weed if it's cheaper. It's like RC Cola versus Pepsi. Like, uh, yeah. it's the same thing. It's like, what's your preference? Do you care? Do you not care? That's really what it is. So for you to say it's not saturated, that's wild. But then, like I said earlier, you're in a whole different ballgame. Well, you were in a whole different ballgame, I should say. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's kind of like anything. If you jump into something new, you're definitely not going to have the network. Yeah. And then that's why I'm saying if, you, if you're not, if you're not, if not loving weed, smoke it, grow it, and then you're trying to jump into this, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's like you're trying to be a real estate agent. If you if you're not really into it, that's it, true. It ain't gonna work. Yeah. Well, you know about that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um. So, there's a lot of things I wish we could talk about, but we cannot. There's a lot. There, I wrote some shit down. All right. It was a story, but we scratched it off before we started the podcast. So I'm gonna skip over that one. Yeah. And then, um, even though it's a bomb story, I'm gonna skip over that one, and then we'll go into something else real quick. Have you, sir, in all your years, all your years of dealing, especially in the 90s, and you started growing, you had to network a little bit. Yeah. Right? You had to meet people you didn't know beforehand and maybe get a voucher for somebody to come in. And the okay. Have you ever been robbed without saying too much? I mean, I think in a sense, yeah. It's, it's happened, you know. It's just something that it's part of the part of the industry part of the the profession you know because there's gonna be people out there you're a target dude yeah and sometimes you get caught slipping the reality check you know mm-hmm. so yeah in a sense you know what's really wild i didn't think about this podcast before i was like how am i gonna ask bob these questions and then not talk about it directly because you got to be kind of vague about all this shit so it's kind of hard yeah, well, we, at least we're doing a good job. Least, about yeah, it, we're, huh? do, we're doing we're a, a good, good job, job about of it. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Uh, in a sense, I've been wrong. <laughs> we have to be so fucking vague about this shit. Um, okay, so back uh, back before. I mean, let's back up a little bit. We're in California. Yeah, it's two thousand two. What are you selling a pack for to somebody in L.A. versus New York? So I, so oh, everybody man. gets a perspective. Prices are way. Yeah, so everybody gets a perspective. It's kind of, of hard too because if you're in Cali and you're kind of like in the scene, like in the industry, I feel like pack prices might be a little different, you know. No, they they are. I just want everybody yeah. at home to to realize the drastic yeah. change. Like say, two thousand two. It's two thousand two. Somebody wants an OG pack here in LA. They're not your friend, friend. So you're gonna charge them. I say like thirty eight. 38? 4,000. So what happens when the New Yorker walks in? Same situation. It depends. I mean, it depends. Over, 
over New York, I think you probably probably get like sixty five hundred, ah, six thousand. Damn, two bands more, a third more is what you're saying. Probably like a third to a quarter more. Okay, what about the UK kid walking in your door? Oh man, I mean, obviously UK prices are crazy. Yeah, if you guys don't know that, there's there's American there weed in, in the UK, yeah. but it's expensive. Dude, it's like crazy price over there. Right now, right now, how much is a fucking a pound of the fire OG in the in, UK? In some, UK, but if someone came over what here, the market's going for in UK, yeah, exactly the market. I mean, I think ounces are going for like eight hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks, bro, for the zip. Mm-hmm. I need to move to the UK <laughs> and be a drug dealer again. <laughs> that sounds bomb. <laughs> Damn, really seven. So what's that like? Almost ten pounds? Mm, no. no, like nine, yeah. eight, eight, nine. Over here is like three, four <coughs> for that same one. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Okay. So for everybody out there, That's you crazy. see the difference? Yeah, the farther. Oh, yeah, there's nobody growing weed. Mm-mm. Not like this. Like this over there. I mean, there, there has yeah. to be though, right? You might gotta have to be move a, over there. You might, yeah, there's gotta be a few. I think I think over there has a lot of basements too. That's so why I'm so surprised. Where well, you think forest pods, moving trucks built in the ground? So, I mean, that's what I'd be doing, right? I guess not everybody thinks the same. I don't know. I don't know. I guess so. Um, okay, so let's circle back. You said yes in the sense you have been robbed before. Is there anything you could talk about? I mean, dude, you just gotta fucking keep moving. Don't sit there and dwell on the situation. Just keep it moving. That's it. That's it. Just to just to recover from it, you know. Because you're gonna take L's, so you just gotta fucking keep it moving. Damn, that was the don't sit there and think about the L. Just yeah. keep it fucking moving, bro. Fuck, good shit. I mean, yeah. luckily, I've never never been robbed before. I've had a lot of friends, like you said earlier, a lot, a lot of friends just not show back up, yeah. or who I thought were homies <laughs> not know. show back up. Maybe like not rob, but. Just taking L's, you know? What happens if fucking someone comes in there and steals your crop that you've been waiting for three months? Well, that's happened to you? you know? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, gross. That happens. Oh, that happens I know that, that happens, gross, but man. I didn't know that happened to your shit. Yeah. Really? Someone walked in, just started tro- chopping shit down? I mean, they probably did it. They did it sometime at night, you know? In the yeah. indoor? Crazy, huh? Oh, imagine that. Wake up, waking up and looking at. Oh, but no. But what's worse, dude? Imagine waking up in the morning. And then every your farm up north is getting chopped. Ugh, that's insane. Huh? That's why motherfuckers got machine guns at these grows now, dude. <laughs> uh, my shit up north got got chopped. It got chopped by the sheriffs. So oh shit, really? Mm-hmm. Fucking dicks. But then again, so. it was an illegal time. It was an illegal time, man. We were all not allowed to do that shit. Twelve plants, yeah, twelve hundred plants. That's how it went. Let me get thirty wrecks. Remember that? Getting yeah. people's wrecks so you could grow more. That was some shit. I had mine at my uh, dealer's house on his wall in case they got he, in case he got raided. Like, no, no, these are for Thomas. He's a patient. These are for our like. That was his thing. If you could just give me your wreck, I'll just put it on the wall. You don't know Mar- Marty's from uh, New York. Uh-huh. That shit sounds stupid though. Yeah, it sounds, but it's real. It's, it's real. It's like uh, 
You could hey, grow look, 12. I'm growing for all these people. Yep. So, <laughs> pile on the plants, Yeah, when guys. I got here, I was like, okay, this is amazing. We can have it, but this shit is fucking stupid, though, that I got to Skype into some doctor in some half a fucking office cubicle. Yeah, like, to, get your, to get your shit. Yeah, it was, but it, back then, for everybody at Prop 215 days, you only got your card, so when you got pulled over, you go, here's my card, sir. Fuck you. And now it's like, Remember back then in the days, Rex were fucking expensive. Like two hundred dollars. Yeah, now it's like fucking fourteen ninety nine. Yep. Online, <laughs> no doctor visit. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking crazy, bro. It's with everything. With everything comes time and and like just, just fast. Everything's fast. But yeah, Marty's from New York and um, he's moved here a few years ago. So he, when he first saw the weed shit randomly, Bob, he filmed one of my videos. Oh, nice. In like two thousand fourteen. So one of our weed like events, he was there. So that's the first time he ever saw that shit. Oh, that's dope. So for being from the East Coast and walking yeah. into that room, like what the fuck happened? Cause you can go to jail over this in New York. Well, not anymore. Fuck yeah. But that, but that year for high times, that that was wild, huh? Which one? Huh? Which one? I don't remember what year. I just remember we went like L.A., Denver. Oh yeah, yeah. That was fourteen. Yeah, that was, that was when High Times was fucking. That was fun. fun. Yeah, dude. I don't think it'll ever come back. It'll never come back the same. I think never. too many people got money and put it into there, and they're trying to be the coolest brand without smiling and being assholes. And that's why I don't miss it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. So we're talking a little bit. I'm trying to. Marty, you want you got anything to chime in with? Because I know I'm looking at my notes and going, oh, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. Why did I even write it? <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought that was good. I mean, I, I thought that was good advice about taking losses because it's inevitable. But when you're taking wins like that, too, it's got to be easier to take a loss. It's different in that world. Yeah, true that. You win in differently. Yeah. Because we were talking about getting my fucking CD player stole last time. Yeah. Not, not a GTA-style weed farm. Far shot. But yeah. It felt like a massive fucking loss at the time. Yeah, I think I think when you're it's all perspective. when you're still broke, any losses. Yeah, exactly. That's, the, that's what I'm getting bro. at. Like, it's just yeah. a different level of shit. Yeah, who, who wants to go backwards? You know, never. It's the worst feeling. It's like missing your exit and going. The there's point. not an exit for four miles. Well, that's the point. Fuck. It's like pulling that sorry card though. Step two, <laughs> yeah. Take two steps yeah. back, guys. Yeah. You guys, you guys have to take two steps back. Like, who wants to do that? Never, dude. Um, can you remember? Oh, wait, that was one of the questions I had. I forgot to put on the notes. You ever got in trouble when you were a kid selling weed? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I never asked you about this before. Once I did. When you're when, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy? In high school? Huh? In high school? No. Oh, like college oh, type college. shit? College. What happened? Well, can you talk about it? Huh? Because remember, nobody can see your face, man. We don't gotta oh, say yeah, no. Quite. We don't yeah, gotta yeah, say I college. I, I got I got in trouble. I just I was just driving with a few packs and um you know, back then I was like, yo, you're smoking in the car. It's just like dumb, you know? Yeah. I don't do that. I never. Not even as an adult. Every day. Um, so the <laughs> <laughs> yo, the best feeling ever, you have it now too. Isn't the best feeling ever like caught behind me? Yeah. Like, I don't oh, care. Pull me over. We talk about <laughs> this ahead. every episode. I know. It's just, it's just. <sighs> It's, just, it's a reoccurring thing. It's every day of my life. I love it. Especially like, uh, I can't even talk about certain things. Damn it. I got to leave this out. Never mind. Let's just move on. I got something for him. Why don't you go ahead? And go ahead. Go, go, go. Cause I wasn't the same. 
So yeah, like go, when, we talked about when Thomas kind of went into it on like a lower level, he made like it was like a definitive moment where he's like, OK, I sell weed now. I just flipped my first little nickel. And now it's like and then it was like, OK, it wasn't that long. So you're like, OK, now I'm hiding shit in the gutters at school. And then, oh, it, then yeah. it was shortly thereafter. You're like you're moving packs and then boxes and there's this whole evolution of it. Did it go that fast for you? Were you as deliberate? You're like, okay, I do this now. Like, uh, plot it out. And then, you know, the, at what point is it like, damn, I'm here? I mean, there's like, kind of like, it's funny to say, it's kind of like, there's levels to it, I guess, you know? So you're just going through the whole leveling up, learning, you know what I'm talking about? I know, but there's got to be that day, because there's, there's that day, oh, damn. Well, that guy's moving a lot of weed on that train right now. There's got to be a time, because I know there's a time when I went, went home and went, Fuck, I am selling a lot of weed at school now. This is, I need to be careful. Like, there's, it was that day where you're like, oh, this That's is now getting what, real. Yeah, like, there's got to be a scared There's got to be a, a feeling where you like, went, hmm, this is who I, I got to be, now. I got to be careful. Because I know you had that. <laughs> yeah. When was that? Or even the first time you made a fucking box sale and you went in your car and went, fuck yeah. Because there's always that time. Every yeah. single person in the world has had that moment. Do you remember that moment? Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, there's a time when, you know, obviously when you do like career numbers, you're always going to remember it, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. You forget, right? So, yeah, I do remember a couple of nights. Um, you can be very vague about it. Just go ahead. Huh? You can be vague about it. You don't got to talk about where you were um, or when. You know, every time you hit a career night, obviously you're going to be celebrating, you know? So I had some pretty cool nights, lots of nights of celebrating. Um, damn, bro. Oh no, kind of hard. It's to hard like, to talk. I know. Talk around would you here. say know, most man. people that you've dealt with doing this, like how many people would you say ended up being like at the end of it? I still respect these people. Versus how many people you dealt with that were like this dude is a fucking scumbag at the end of the day? Um, yeah, if he's a scumbag, most likely I'm not gonna try to deal with it. Of you know? Yeah. Or like dudes are dudes are negative energy. You know, like mm. damn. Well, there's a lot of those dudes out there. Yeah. Huh? A lot. I never met any at your house. Yeah. I mean, you try to keep the good vibe around. Yeah. It's the way to prosper. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, it's for everyone out there in the car going, no, 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 What? It's hard to talk about certain things. And this fool's trying to talk. There's celebrations and a lot of celebration nights. Like, know, it's like trying to tell weird. your mom where you were when you were out doing crazy shit all night. And you're not trying to lie. I mean, I walked around. I got into a car. And I got out here. <laughs> it's hard. I understand. I understand. Um, so what's the advice? All right, ready? You're not right now as a normal person, as a legit guy with kids, you're doing your thing and it's completely fucking different. What's your advice to somebody that's in your shoes at 22? What's the advice? Whether it's leave and stop selling weed or transition to something else. What's your advice? If you could, t- if I was your little brother, I was 22 years old doing the yeah. exact same shit as you. What is it? I mean, I think you just got to f- make sure you enjoy it, you know, the lifestyle, you know, because if you don't enjoy it and you're doing it, it just doesn't make sense. You know, that's true. You know, but I mean, I think hustling is like a fucking disease, though, you know, it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm a risk taker, thrill seeker, rule breaker, you know, so to me, I get I get a kick out of that. <sighs> that way I can just move on to the next also. Or like, yo, just keep it busy. Let's keep it rolling, you know? Yeah. But I can see if you don't really enjoy it or the lifestyle, then shit, man, you're just kicking 
kicking dirt, going through a bad day is just, just too much, you know? Mm-hmm. That was great advice. I thought you were going to say some like education. Like, go get your education. Just you better love that shit. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, fuck, school's not for everybody. Fuck no. Fuck it. That's a gimmick, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would want to, I want a doctor to operate on me to go to school, you know? But that's just a gimmick. It's a business, dude. Yeah, for sure it's a business. Like a church. Foo, see, here we go. Here we go. Damn. (laughs) Um, of course, it's a business. If you have to go, hey, God, here's the tray. Give me some money. Like, Since when? Why do I have to pay for faith? That's crazy. Right? Three times three times during mass. That's some shit. I've only been to church one fucking time. I was in Atwater. That's it. I've, I've never been. I'm, my mom's say, not religious. Know. Three times seems excessive. Three oh, times? to pay? That's crazy. Is that standard? I have no idea. Would you grow up religious? I don't know. I mean, during mass yeah. these days, it's like, that's I have no idea. You know, so. That's a good parallel, though. I mean, talking about that and the institution that wraps up 18-year-olds and hundreds of thousands worth of debt. Yeah, <laughs> True. Man. School is fucked. School is fucked. But hey, if you're in school, don't feel bad right now. Just finish it. You're Unless there. you're playing sports for an NCAA school that's not paying you. <laughs> I know. With, whilst they sell yeah. your jersey. Jesus. At <laughs> the concession right. stands and fucking merch shops. That's the trip, dude. They'll put yeah. you in jail if you try to monetize your shit. That's funny. So I'm going to get into something else just so we break this topic up a little bit. Yeah. What games you stuck on right now? Because I know you're a gaming ass motherfucker. Damn, I've been playing that Rise of Kingdoms game. But that's probably the only game I play, dude. I don't think I have time to play so many other games, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But when I first Uh, met you, you were fucking shit uh, up. I missed NBA 2K this year. I like, no, I'm not going to play it. Really? Yo, when I walked in, this fool always had a new game on. Always had a new. When I yeah. first Overwatch, over. He, oh, we talked about last episode. He's yeah. on that shit heavily, and um, every time I see him doing some shit, it's popular in two months. Like I told you that. He's like this is a new game. It's free. It's gonna be. It's gonna be it's the biggest Fortnite. thing. That's what he said. It's called Fortnite. <laughs> like, oh wait, so you just drop in and you start shooting? Goes, just wait. It's gonna be the most popular game in the world. It's called Spawn. And it fucking was. Yeah. And it Crazy truly game. is. Um, yeah, I just want to hop off that drug topic real quick. We'll hop into some some game talk. Um, that's a that's it. I don't play games. That's it. I have a PS Five. I've turned it on yeah. twice. Yeah, we talk shit to GTA every episode. Every basically. episode, bro. Fucking GTA. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, that's it. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in today. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. As always, guys, if you want 20% off plus free shipping, go to manscaped.com slash Yola. If you don't want to type that shit out, there's a link in our description, our video description. It's always there in every video. And you've seen this on our channel before, but if you don't know what this is, this is for not cutting your dick off. This is a male grooming tool, all right? We're not talking about your eyebrows. We're talking about the hair around your balls and dick. If you don't want to look like you're from 1971, use something, all right? Don't be nasty. No girl wants... No girl fucking wants that. So this is 100% skin safe, guys. From experience, you are not going to cut yourself because we all know the fear of being in the shower and looking down and seeing that small drop of blood. Not just girls see that shit, all right, for the first time. First time I ever accidentally cut myself shaving was a monstrosity. It looked like fucking Carrie. I was so fucking scared, and I wondered, how come nobody teaches people how to do this shit? Even though my dad didn't teach me how to shave, how come nobody teaches anybody, like, yo, you got to be mad careful with your balls? So, guys, you will be happy to know this is skin safe. You're not going to cut yourself. 
it is fucking waterproof. All right. First off, the biggest thing is it's waterproof. You don't got to worry about it. It's got a light on it. So if you if you're still walking around nasty as fuck after having one of these, you're just a dirty motherfucker. Also, guys, right here, this is the ultra smooth package. It comes with the roller, the shaver. It has the gels inside. You can't just shave dry. And if you shave with just water, that shit hurts. So once again, go to manscaped.com slash YOLO or click the link in our descriptions and it'll take you straight there. It's 20% off and free shipping. In conclusion, guys, thank you to the fans. Thank you for actually clicking the link. We see it. It's being used. Thank you so much. Thank you for supporting the brand that's supporting us. This this helps us sponsorship. So you guys already know to get down to the podcast. So thank you guys so much. Back to the episode. All right, guys, we're back. We took a little break. We had to reassess how we can talk. I know a lot of you are like, well, you're not really talking about a lot. That's because there's... This is real life. You can't talk about everything. Not everything can be spoken about. So we reassessed. We got a couple topics where, okay, we're allowed to talk about. Now let's get back into this. So um, first one, first round, let's talk about it. First buys. What's the first buys buys that you can remember when you first got those? I think think everybody remembers first time buying the first Roly. Yeah. I guess a lot of people do that. What was it? Um, I had a, a stainless steel. Basic, the basic stainless ones. steel, date just, white dial, you know, Jubilee bracelet, just simple. Because I've seen, you're not as simple after that. Because when I met you, oh, yeah. when I met you, there was somebody there selling you a watch. I think I'm going to buy it. How much is it? I was like, what is that, like 30 bands? And, he, and the guy looked offended. Remember that? He goes, it's a $180,000 watch, man. It's the presidential, blah, 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 blah. I was like, what the fuck? You're spending that much? And I remember I looked at you go, I like it though. Oh, fuck, dude. Jesus Christ. So that wasn't plain. Yeah. That wasn't the plain stainless yeah. steel fucking Rolex. Yeah. Oh, kind of like, uh, became like a fucking, then that's just like a, a hobby, you know, watches. I ended up collecting them and then just kept on getting more and more and just try to add to the collection, you know? At what, at, at what was the most expensive watch you ever bought back then? Um, probably uh, an AP. What's that? Uh, two hundred thousand. Damn. You know, fuck off for the watch. A couple other watches, but you know, it's just at the time, it's just like a like a trophy, I guess. You know. Yeah, like you said, you got to enjoy it. If you don't enjoy yeah. it, what's the point? Yeah. I completely understand that. That's cool though. So you started getting into watches. Yeah. Anything you know, else? I don't know, man. I just started buying stuff that you wanted when you're a little kid. You know. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Why not? Yeah. Ended up getting a NXX. Oh, the car. Yeah, I remember dude. that thing. Like, I remember that. like childhood dreams of fucking never having an NXX, right? I remember that. I remember the yeah. AMG. That was, you're the first person I ever saw with that one. That was nice. Oh, that was a nice car. Yeah, dude, there's there's things you buy. The first thing I ever bought when I started making money, I just, I think I just went to Santa Cruz and just got shit-faced and didn't worry about yeah. how much money I had in my pocket. I never really bought stuff. Such a nice feeling, right? Fucking the best, especially when you grow up shitty yeah. poor. Like, it's not... It's crazy going, no, I have it. No, let's yeah. go. Whoa. But the funny thing is I feel like anybody can do it, though. A hundred percent. If you really put your efforts in, you know, I think anybody can do it. Like, yeah. We're not encouraging drug dealing. No. We're encouraging making what, money in business. Yeah, whatever you like, you know, basically. Because, dude, you can, you, hustling is not about drug dealing. Hustling, you, you can apply that to any industry. A hundred percent. Right? Close. Hustling houses. Yep. Same shit. Same, same feeling. Thing, you know? Yeah, like I when I stopped shirts, clothing, same thing. Same shit. Same shit. 
Yeah, yeah, dude, we talked about this actually last time. Like, how is it, how does a uh, drug dealing apply to the, me doing all the clothes? Somebody asked. It's the same fucking thing. The same thing, but better because I can go to the bank and get a bank account. Yep. That's the yep. best feeling, dude. The worst drug dealing downfall, no matter what you guys think, is you can't buy property. Yeah. You can't buy cool stuff. Like, things that last, you cannot buy. Yeah. You just got to work towards it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's ways around it, like yeah. the fake shit. I get that, the stubs and all that stuff, but... Legally, without having to worry about, oh, there's a cop in front of my house. Fuck, does he know that his house is illegal? Like, that's a horrible feeling to fucking have. I hated that shit. It's the worst. So, first buys, the watch. Watches, cars, you know, just things you love that you can get, you know? Yeah. First Jordans, you know, like. Just fucking started buying. Well, Well, you started making money in high school. What were you spending in high school? Because if you're a high school kid, you know, you're just buying food for everybody, eating random shit. Yeah, that was like life was simple. Mm-hmm. It was you wasn't into any of this other stuff. Two hundred thousand dollar fucking watch. Yeah, so it's like life was simple back then. So money money went far away, you know. Mm-hmm. Shit, but back then it's like you're in you're in high school. In and out was like fuck. That was like the dream lunch, the dream meal. Yeah, if you can afford that shit, that shit's tired as fuck. I remember all that. Yeah. I got a question. Is the average person aware, like how you were saying, how like when you're trying to like wash your money, these like giant expensive rigs that are like art pieces and shit? That's, like, do people know about that? Because I didn't know what the fuck you're talking um, about. I don't know. Yes, there's, from Marty's, everybody answered Marty's question. We were talking about this a while back, like how. I think a lot of people invested into glass back then. It's because it's, look, say I'm a hash maker and yeah. I make five pounds of shatter and it's 2005, right? Or 2008. And I can sell all those pounds for, let's just say, 6000 All right, cool, 30000 Cool, I just made $30,000 every two days, every three days. So in a week, you have 200000 What do you do? Go buy uh, glass rigs. That's $100,000. And then when you sell it, you're now an art dealer, legally. Yeah. That's it. That's all it fucking took. And I'm like, oh, well, how'd you get the money to get it? It was a gift, actually, from the artist. <laughs> like, there's, there's so many ways yeah. around it. Now you're legal. Yeah, that's that. I, I didn't understand because I'm like, I would instantly break this thing. You're telling me it's like sixty grand. This fucking bomb. Oh, dude! Like, without saying names, our friend. Yeah. We know who I'm talking about. Bought a sixty thousand dollar rig. Remember when he bought that fucking rig? Yeah. I thought he was the dumbest motherfucker on the planet, and then I realized what was what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, everybody had to have one, dude. Yeah, I, but damn, a sixty k rig. I remember when he bought that. Like, you did what? The fuck is that? Oh. They know. They know what we're talking about here. Yeah, Shit. There's some more serious purchases, too. <laughs> Glass was crazy back then. Yeah, dude. I mean, $100,000 on art. Like, yeah, a little art piece. It's art. Now it's in a cage, and if there's an there's earthquake. A, there's, a, there's an art show, Glass art show. That's only one piece. Mm-hmm. Now you're fighting other buyers just to buy it. It's yeah. It's real. It's real, though. But then that's how you wash that money. You, you just did it right then and there. And you got to remember... People in the lifestyle that we're accustomed to when we're younger is spending a hundred thousand dollars a year on random things is okay. Maybe I should try to like you know tighten it up, stop spending so much. It's not like oh my god, I'm gonna die because you made so much fucking more money than that. It's a whole different thing. Like it was one hundred fifty dollars on this dinner. All right, <laughs> like that's the light. I said the mentality is never like yeah. what if I can't get it? You're you gonna get it again. Don't fucking worry unless you go to jail, but then it doesn't matter. Cause then you're in jail. Fuck it. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a shitty way of looking at it, but it's true. It's completely true, man. So first buys, buying everything. So in high school, you're in and out is not a problem. 
Yeah. That was the goal, though. Not a problem no more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I, I guess I guess you go through it, you know. Now it's like, you know, you don't want to buy Jordans no more. Mm-hmm. You don't want to buy art pieces no more. You try to move on and buy something else, you know. Yeah. Maybe buy more houses, more investment. Mm-hmm. Still with those fucking uh, Bitcoins and... Uh, You're up on crypto. everything before I know about it. So yeah. you were on to all the bullshit a year ago. Yeah. You're on all the stuff that's hype now. You told me a year ago. Yeah. It's crazy, huh? Is it working? See, crypto, crypto, boy, crypto took a dump. I think yeah. it's been uh, digressing a lot lately. But, you know, if you bought early enough. You already made your is money. Is that because Tesla said we don't accept crypto anymore? Is that it's crazy, dis- huh? Aside from that. Who knows? I mean, I think every time uh, everything hits a career high, it's going to take a little dip, you know? Uh-huh. Think it's going to go back up? Uh, eventually, I think so. Hold on. Are you selling all your crypto? All right, then, then we're fine. We're going back yeah, up. Shit. I'm just going to lead the way for whatever you do, but whatever he does, just sell and buy based on what Bob does. Right now, I feel like <laughs> right now is a good time to buy. Even yeah. Though. Yeah, true. I feel like I should be buying it, but don't really know why. I don't have a grasp on it. My brain is not there. We've had people break it down to us, but we're still like. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's how I felt, too. I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to hop in. But you're on all that shit. You're good with that kind of stuff. You're yeah, good with I mean, all that kind of stuff. Experiment. Yeah. You know, invested, figuring it out, you know? Because there's different brands of it. There's different variations of it. Like, there's even, like, a podcast company that says, like, you can be on our platform and we'll pay you. We're in, like, equity-style Bitcoin, but it's our our variation of Bitcoin, but we're offering it as a variation of stock in our company for our early creators. Hmm. Yeah, it's going like that now. Fuck. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. Yeah. Do people sell and trade drugs for Bitcoin? Oh man, I've taken Bitcoin for uh, for deals Damn. before. Really? Yeah. Uh, That's how you sell drugs on the black or the dark dark web. Dark oh, web. You're right. You're yeah, right. Sure, yeah. Oh yeah, like Silk Road back then. That's that's essentially I mean, Bitcoin dude, crypto, right? Yeah. This is online wallet. Oh shit. <clears throat> oh shit. Fuck know. that. You're, Those you're, are the easiest ways to fucking uh, move money around. You know? Yeah, it's instant. Yeah, you have to ship it. money, yeah. man. I'm God. Yeah. I wish we could talk. Can you imagine about how many how many dudes got fucking the bitcoins? Dude? Oh, dudes walking up? around in Gap clothes are the ones with the hundred pack in the trunk. That's the craziest thing, bro. Would you say most people at that highest level, when you're up there, you're at the top of the supply yeah. chain, are most people just unassuming Gus Fring type dudes, or are they mostly like hardcore gangsters? You can tell you don't want to fuck with, man. I- I, I think it's just who who you want to deal with. I think the market's so crazy. Everybody's in it, you know? It's just not like it's just certain type of dudes that just feel like... Yeah, no. Everybody's involved in this thing, you know? So now it's like everybody people. has their own... There's so, that's why there's so many brands, I feel like. Yeah. Right? Everybody has their own little marketing niche, you know? True. Like, everybody you know? wants to get the Viola this because it's yeah. more expensive this. Yeah. Or get the trapped out shit that has no marketing or no packaging on it. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's so. different. It's, everybody it's, has their own little fucking niche, I guess. Yeah, because I've, I mean, everybody I've ever met is super nice because I keep it that way. Yeah. I don't like to fuck with people that are like, oh, well, let me pat you down before you come in. Like, fuck you, I'm leaving, bro. <laughs> There's other weed. Yeah. No, thank you. I think okay. that's the that's the cool thing about it. It's like if you're not a people's person, I, I, I kind of think it does affect your, you know, performance yeah. in the sales spot. You know, mm-hmm. and like when you were selling a lot back then, you didn't have to worry about anything. You have to worry about shit because everybody knows, like, no, Bob's, 
he's on point. Why, why would I ever have to worry? You're not, you're not going to get robbed when you walk out. You're not going to get robbed inside. You're fine. Street cred goes a long way, I guess. Huh? Exactly. But clean street yeah. cred is the best. Not like, oh, I've variations. seen him shoot somebody. Like, no, yeah. he's done work for fucking 40 years. Never got you know, That's the kind of shit you want. Yeah. At least me. That's real respect, though. When people look at your, like, oh, no, he does this. Yes. Not just, I'm scared of him. I don't want to fucking Different. That fool's going to go to fucking prison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's like that no more these days. Not as much, it's, man. You know, it's kind of more of like a mm. business approach. It, tru- like, it truly Yo. is. I like it. Right? Oh, yeah. Like you're, you're a client. You're going to have to you know, cater to your client, I guess. You, mm-hmm. That's how you don't want to lose somebody, but hey, don't put the guns away. You won't scare this fool. He's, he's a no. square, but he's got money. You want to appeal to everybody. So if, I think everybody likes a nice person or an easy to deal with person that's on time. Yeah. That's always accurate. Yeah, Who doesn't want that shit? Especially at the highest levels. Of oh, shit, man. Some of my best homies when you sell me drugs were the laziest motherfuckers on the planet. That or just have a gun laying out, right? <laughs> just have one just laid out in the corner. <laughs> Hey man, I thought we couldn't talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> There's like 90 stories I want to bring up right now. It's a long time ago, okay? Yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. We you guys were doing this show when you were like seven, eight years old. <laughs> yes, watching Sandlot and selling yeah. packs. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, having a gun out. The best part is that's the yeah. best thing. Like, hey, walk in, brand new guy. Check out those packs. And there's just a giant gun in the middle. But don't mention it. And go. Oh fuck, this guy has a machine gun. Um. <laughs> Yeah, if I was thinking about robbing him, I'm not going to rob him anymore. That's the best thing. That's the, best, that's the nice guy way, way of saying, I will shoot you in the chest. It works. It, it works. definitely fucking works. It's effective. It's very effective. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get into one little segment. Yeah. All right. This is a rapid fire. It's called Who Were You, Who Were you in the 90s? Okay. I'm going to ask you. You pick one or the other. All right. All right. In the 90s, who are you? VH1 MTV. MTV. Yeah. Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Oh, I love him too. Oh. But what made you get that choice? What what movie was it over the Adam Sandler that made you go, you know what? Jim Carrey. Uh, he played that the fucking uh, Ventura. Was Ace it? Ventura. Ace Ventura. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, a little series. You're right. It was a good shit. That was some good shit. That was good know? shit, dude. I wasn't a fan of like The Mask. It was, it was kind of weird, you know? I was a kid though, so I loved The Mask. Oh, okay. When it came yeah. out, I thought like, so I can put on a mask. We were just talking about Cameron Diaz. How much different is Cameron oh, Diaz he, look? He fell off the radar, huh? <laughs> Who, Jim Carrey? Yeah. No. Huh? He's still doing... Yeah, he has a new show called Kidding. It's not oh. comedy. It's like a fucking dramatic-ass show. He basically plays Mr. Rogers <laughs> and the shit that would happen in his real life. It's fucking good. Well, He's always doing something. Jim Carrey's that. wild. Check it out. Um, Tupac, Biggie Smalls. Tupac. All right. Step-by-step or Family Matters? Step-by-step. Really? Uh, step by okay. step was cool. Like yeah, all right, all right. If you went first off, then that's your choice. Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump. Pulp Fiction. Hey, he's never seen the movie. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He watches it every day. It's <laughs> the only thing I reference. <laughs> yeah. It, Pennywise or Chucky? Chucky. Ooh. Okay. Mario or Donkey Kong? Mario. Yeah, that's why we're friends. <laughs> Full House or Saved by the Bell? Yeah, I like both of those. It's true, but if you had to pick, Saved by the Bell. Me too. Have to. It's that teenage oh, references. Shit, yeah, exactly. Um, well, then again, <laughs> Full House is pretty realistic. There's 19 families living in one San Francisco house to pay the rent. That's a pretty realistic. It's expensive. Uh, Danny Tanner was fucking balling. Nobody was paying rent there. 
he was balling, but he ain't balling that hard to get that house. And Frisco is probably three, four million dollars now. Just because Wake Up San Francisco is doing he had okay. that shit back in the early nineties, though. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, all right. You're right. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. All right. Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Ooh. Okay. I do like Michael Jackson too. Same. But this is the nineties. You have to pick based on. <clears throat> and that. Who are hey, you more into? Training Day wasn't in the nineties. Training day? That was in the 2000s. Just because it's your favorite movie, you can't be sneaking it in there. Listen, I had to make... It was Independence (laughs) Day. Listen, it's a 90s movie. I'm going to have to look that up, but... Training Day or Independence Day? Training Day. Good. Oh. Sunny D or Nesquik? Sunny D. Yeah. That's right. Diabetes. I love that shit. Um, All right. Sunny Diabetes. Sunny Diabetes. Um, Yeah, that's... Who were you in the 90s? And that's just a little quick thing to get a, for everyone at home to get a feel of the guests. Like, all right, I'll fuck with you. Good answer. The 90s. Yeah, the 90s were fun for me. I just drank soda and watched this. All of this is all I did in the 90s. Never sold a sack. It's loosely just the basis of this podcast. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) References back to fucking Full House, all right? Um, So, next question. When you were dealing a lot and you were, obviously that's your fucking lifestyle and you said you're on call. Did everyone know in your circle of family? Did they know that this is what you were doing, or were you playing it off? You were doing some other shit. You know, I was. I was I'm just playing it off. I'm doing some other shit. Yeah. You know, I just don't want to like have that judgmental kind of uh, thing towards me. You know, your parents didn't even know, even in high school. Um, parents know. Oh, okay. Just like in laws, you know. Oh, in laws, gotcha. You know I mean, or like outside family, you know, that don't know shit. Like your uncle comes over, like yo, shit, right? Hmm. Damn, don't drop in. They don't say nothing. Do a little drive-by. Oof. Like, oh, shit. That's happened to me many times. I would just pretend yeah. I wasn't home. Was your house the spot, though? Like, our, one of our guests, Fabian Alomar, like, he grew up his house. He was born into it being the spot. Huh. Um, I don't know. In the sense, it, it was kind of the spot, but kind of like, you know, private, you know, private spot, you know? So it's just not like a lot of It wasn't on a left field when you came home, when you started getting into the shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well... When you had your house, you're saying in-laws. Obviously, you're keeping that away from them. You're yeah. married to their damn daughter. They don't. Right. I sell mass amounts of fucking weight every day. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. I yeah. get that. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna bring up this one story. It's a lot. Remember, this is a very long time ago. So let's. Yeah. Before I even like this, one time I was at the I was at Bob's house, <laughs> and we're just sitting there. I know you remember. We're just standing there. We're smoking weed, or no, we're taking dabs, and you're playing games. And there's 150 pounds in eyesight in the living room. Like I can see the stack, 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 oh. black bags. I'm just, I'm looking at like, damn. All right, cool. What do you got? And remember, guys, this is a long fucking time ago. I was still selling weed. And you go, oh, fuck. You got a text. Go, my in-laws are coming. Fuck. And then you go, hold on one second. He started, guys. Everybody, everybody. He started grabbing oh, these like Santa Claus. And he was running to his back room, putting all these pounds in bags. After he cleans up the whole fucking living room for, like I'm saying, over 100 pounds spread out in a bunch of different strain, and, but like separated. And he goes, oh, like what was it said, like when cats run into a room, like fuck, 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 fuck. That's how he looked. He's looking around. He goes, all right, I, I, think, I'm, I think I'm good. And I go, Bob, 
What about those 30 fucking pounds on your pool table? He completely didn't look because he's looking on the ground for packs. There was a mountain on top of his pool table, not in bag, just exposed in turkey bags. And he goes, oh, fuck. And he started cleaning it up. And I'm like, look at him go. He just made this house look presentable in fucking four and a half minutes. Because right before that, there was hundreds of pounds everywhere. And it doesn't, hold on. You can have hundreds of pounds of wheat, hundreds of pounds of wheat in a room and not have it just reek like wheat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's probably a dumb question. No, it's turkey bags and plastic bags. I mean, it'll smell, but it's not going to be like. Smell like hundreds of pounds of wheat. No, 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 no. One pound of wheat smells like the whole room. So 100 pounds is not going to be much difference to me. Maybe I have a bad nose, but I don't. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah that story I brought yeah. that up because that was fucking hilarious and that's one thing I could talk about Shit. maybe one day maybe scrambling yeah, scrambling dude it was fucking scrambling. funny pause started fucking going crazy yeah. there's a rig right in the fucking middle still yeah they, they don't know they don't know that yet so oh got you yeah. uh, are they foreign too yeah the, uh, yeah. They don't know what the fucking rig they was. I don't bomb. know what's a bong or a rig yet. You know, I don't think so. I hope not. Shit. shit. They saw it 40 times. Yeah, they probably see that shit on all the movies these days. Yeah, for sure. But that's one little story I can talk about that we won't incriminate the fuck out of everybody. Because like I said before, we had to take a little break and really assess what the fuck we're allowed to talk about. So that was fucking hilarious. Just real quick. That was awesome. That was a funny ass day. So to conclude, I'm not, not saying in conclusion. How about this? When do you, when did you know, besides going to fucking jail, when did you know it was time, like, this is over. Let's break away. Let's apply myself somewhere else because I am not going to just keep going back to fucking jail. Yeah. I mean, I think right now it's great because there's so many different side hustles you can do. I, I feel like yeah. you just got to, what's your hobbies? You know, your other hobbies. Do anything right now to make money. Do, do anything you want. Of course. It feels like, right? Yeah, yeah. But what, what like, for people out there, you telling them when do you think is a good time to be done? Not maybe not you personally, because obviously yeah. you were like, I'm done with being in this box. I'm fucking out of here. So yeah. when did when do you think is the time? Yeah, I, I guess when you think you feel like you have enough to try to do something else. You know, I guess just I'd say just do something else while you're doing it as a side gig until you find something to fall on. You know, I guess in a point. Ultimately, you got to be ready to sacrifice, though. Like he, yeah. he talks about it all the time. Like I think, I think you got to generate that passive income first. You get yes. that passive income going, then you can experiment into any other thing you want to do. You know. Okay. I, I guess. I mean, it's gonna be. It's a definite lifestyle change. I'll tell you that. From from twenty years ago until now, it's just like damn, it's a total life change. Fuck, I can only I, imagine, bro. You just do whatever the fuck you want at home, and then now it's like. Yeah. I got kids and a job. <laughs> I got to be real now. Yeah. It's a lot harder to sell. It's a lot harder to take care of your kids and go to work and take care of everybody than it is to sell 100 pounds. Definitely. Yeah, it's just like a full-time job. Fuck yeah. Full-time job. Yeah. I don't even have kids. He's got three kids. So he knows all about this shit. It's a job that starts when you get home from the job. Yeah. Right. It's never ending. <laughs> that was a great way to put that. I fuck with that. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> So what you doing after this? <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah, I think I think we we dove into a lot. We dove into a lot of topics. I think people wouldn't know unless they actually talk to somebody. And if you're talking to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm a drug dealer," and this, no drug dealer ever says that shit. 
Yeah, I don't think no drug dealer wants to be a drug dealer forever. Nope. I mean, it's kind of boring sometimes, you know? You want to just do new things. Yeah. Travel. Yeah. You've been traveling, so, like, you can actually do stuff with your life now. It's just the whole... It's a it's a different change up, man. It's a it's a completely different feeling and vibe. Yeah, it's nice to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, not after that, dude. Leaving my phone on silent was the death of me. I remember that your phone's on silent. What if you lost like five hundred fucking calls? Yeah. That was the you're stuck and attached to that phone for for life. Hey man, but phones is a better uh, move than the the beeper, right? Remember the pager? I never had a pager. My oh, dad did. Damn. I always used to use it. Damn. That's a whole different story. Selling drugs with a beeper, you're a fucking Fuck. man. You're the man. Damn. Those you're committed. Days. Those were the days. Damn. Had dial up AOL internet. Damn. Now it's just fucking all all teched out. It's so easy now. That's cool though. Huh? That's cool. Um so yeah, man. Without talking about too many incriminating things leave that for vlad tv all right and all those dudes that wanted to talk about crazy drug fucking charges and wild shit yeah they can go to jail not over here all right we're uh we're trying to stay safe as you can see by the mask and gloves and sweater and (laughs) and everything um we're trying to be safe bob thank you yeah thank you for coming thank you for actually talking on camera oh yeah man dude thanks for having me dude i had a blast Thank you I'm for coming. Lit though, so. I know, I know. When we took a break, he's like, I'm, f- I'm fucking high. I'm that that mixture got me too. The gelato OG fucked me up. Guys, this has been Interview with Bob, Interview with the Drug Dealer, like Interview with the Vampire. I just thought it was the best. This is the best title. The best yeah, title. Marty, I was thinking about that earlier. What about you? Do you have anything you would like to ask? I think I kind of got my questions off. Right? Yeah. I think so. All my questions would be probably too much. I. I I don't have the understanding that you have. I would start going loft, lofting questions. That would probably. I know it's hard. It's hard to talk about the shit when people are still alive in those situations. Yeah. That's why I can't do talk about everything. So I've never brought you up. <laughs> I can't talk about that stuff now that you okay. Like yeah, come on. Now yeah, I can start it, asking certain things. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's I know. Hard. I can see it on your face. Like, like I, I, I have. Uh, like fuck. Okay, hold on. Let me beat around I, that bush. That's not antagonize anybody because it's it's a real world um all right cool fuck yeah all right this this is one of uh one of many different topics i think we're going to be getting into i like this as a guest is fucking different you know what i'm saying like from our comedians or this or that it's yeah a legit person that like we can almost not talk if we could talk about this and all the cameras are off this would be a 19 hour podcast with the craziest fucking things in the world we talk about. Yeah. If this is your living room, this is a whole different story. We have to go full vocal transformer and, uh, yes. Switch up the lighting and shit. Everything. Like you have to be in the fucking complete dark, completely changed voice. Every single thing. If you want to talk about certain things, a hundred percent. That'd be sick to. though. We could give him a monster. Maybe we voice. could, we could make it but funny. then again, we already established Bob's here, so we can't really All use it. Right, well, <laughs> let's leave it at that. This is the, this is the dabble into the drug world. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Bob, thank you for being here. Um, let's, I think we're going to go get fucked up or something. We're going to do something. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. This has been Interview with the Drug Dealer. This has been the Dope as Usual podcast. If you're driving, please be safe. Don't be like anybody that we talked about last weekend crashing their fucking car while laughing, he said. So, I mean, maybe we're so funny he crashed.
or you're negligent, but just be safe, guys. Please be careful if you're driving. If you're at home, smoke with your homies. If you're at home smoking by yourself, just listening at work. Thank you for being here. This is the Dope As Usual podcast. I'm Dope Aziola. Have a dope ass day. All right. Don't take your mask off yet. Let's get off camera first before you take that off. All right. Thanks.